At approximately 3.12 a.m. Sunday morning, a man wearing a mask and a hood entered the WORT station and opened fire on three DJs in the broadcast studio. Witnesses say five shots were fired as three WORT volunteers ran from studio to studio looking for cover. In the chaos, one DJ was shot in the backside and a window between studios was left with a large bullet hole. The volunteers were able to seek shelter in the vinyl library and call 911. Madison police officers secured the area, searched for the runaway gunman, and sent the injured DJ to the hospital, where he was quickly discharged. The incident ended with only one minor injury and no fatalities. It also ended with no arrests. In the meantime, police sealed off the building, and the station went into radio silence for a few hours as detectives investigated the crime scene. Yet before police even reopened the station, volunteers were lining up outside to get WRT back on its feet. Producer Charlie Pittman was one of those volunteers. She showed up after rolling out of bed and hearing dead air on her radio dial, always tuned in to WRT. Per usual, she didn't hesitate to walk down the street and check on the station that is her home away from home. I feel like that's one of the great things about war is it has this incredible community of people who really care about it and um, uh, are willing to pitch in at strange hours and do seemingly strange things like roll out of bed, realize that there's dead air, and walk, walk down the street and uh, see what's going on. And it's because we all really care about each other and um, the station. Eventually, police allowed volunteers back into the studio. Then, at 9.38 a.m. Sunday morning, board president David Devereaux Weber went on the air. Greetings. This is WORT-FM in Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, we now resume programming. Uh, WORT had a shooting earlier in the day, early this morning, and uh, we were not able to re-enter the studios because there was an investigation. Um, that part of the investigation has finished, so we are now able to resume programming. So we will resume programming with a Musica Antigua in progress. Oh, I should say everybody is okay. There's no, uh, there were no fatalities. There was one injury, and that was treated and released. And WRT returned to its regularly scheduled program. But just as the station got back on air, phone calls, Facebook messages, flowers, even food and financial donations started coming into the studio. A statement put out via Facebook was shared 2,000 times. I was able to sit down with President Devereaux Weber to catch up on the day's events. He says support from the community and from other media outlets is heartening. The concept that media in general, and Wart is, is a great example of this, we provide people with information which helps them make intelligent decisions, which helps them vote for the candidate that they think is the right candidate, and, and therefore it's sort of a lubricant of democracy, of this mm -hmm. information flow. That's what we're all concerned about in media, and, and certainly that's the feedback that I'm getting from the different media that I've talked to in the mm -hmm. last two days, is, uh, is a concern about how do we keep going, how do we keep doing mm -hmm. this job, and, and what are you guys doing, and how are you reacting to the, to the shooting? Um, but I think, it, I think it's a, a shared reaction. We're, we're in a couple of different coalitions of community broadcasters, and I've been getting many, many uh, emails from them. Our website is getting hit really hard, and we're, we're, uh, we're a little bit slower right now because so many people are going to the website. And I want to talk about the volunteers because 
I, I, I was able to witness this and I, I felt very lucky that before the station was even opened up by the police again, before the police allowed us back across the lines and into the building, already volunteers were lining up outside, ready to come in, ready to help the station get back on its feet. How did that make you feel as one of the founders to see that even before the police had left, the volunteers were showing up? And, and the donuts were showing up and, and <laughs> yes, the hugs and the, were, were here. And, and the and flowers. And <laughs> it was really amazing. So it's very gratifying. It, it, when that happens, you know you're on the right track. Mm-hmm. You, you, you're, you're filling a need that, that's a real need and you're filling in a way that's useful to people. That's what it tells you, you know. Mm-hmm. Word continued to spread throughout the day on Sunday with many volunteers reacting to the news in diverse ways. Just before 3 p.m., Helena White walked into the station for her usual music show, only to discover what had happened. I was broadcasting out of a studio that had a bullet hole through glass just to my right while I'm broadcasting. It, it just felt crazy to be broadcasting out of the same room where three people were when somebody came in and was shooting at them. That's insane. Just hours earlier, people had been shot at in this in the same, same room. room. Yeah. And you made the decision not to talk about it on air. When we were discussing this before, you said that it, it was just too soon. It, it was very disturbing to get to the station and find out there had been a shooting. We've heard so much about shootings in the country, in schools, in workplaces, at, uh, at newspaper offices, you know, at media outlets. And to have it be right here in the station, just, well, I mean, it sounds so cliched, but to, it really brought it home to me. And I was much too unnerved by that to trust myself to say anything on the air. I was worried that I would say something inappropriate or I just hadn't had enough time to process the information. So I didn't say anything about it, but I, I looked for songs that reflected um, peace what was one of the songs you picked for that? Well, one was called Un Dia de Paz, mm-hmm. A Day of Peace. And I said that I, I I, told the audience the translation of the song title, and I said that I hope we will one day have a day of peace. I mean, it's shocking, you know, that you wouldn't know on a, on a normal day except that, you know, the codes are changed and, and there's a big old bullet hole in one of the windows. That's Lang Schmidt, also known as DJ Nocturne. Schmidt was one of the first late-night DJs to broadcast after the shooting, taking over the turntables at 2 a.m. Monday morning. Schmidt was one of many volunteers to leave voicemails with the WORT news team, expressing their feelings and concerns. Along with shock and worry, Schmidt wants to make sure people don't connect the incident with any specific genre of music. The minute that we blame the genre is, I mean, that's some, that's some racist dog whistle stuff. You know, this is, gun violence is an American problem. And I mean, it was a shooting at a radio station. That's what's important. It's not, not the genre. Gun violence is an American problem. It knows no race and no class and no genre.
Many volunteers responded with concerns over the current political climate, with worries about how elected officials are treating the media, with concerns over gun violence. One thought on everyone's mind is security. Sholly Pittman, who we spoke with earlier, is a late-night DJ along with her usual news production duties. She says there have been nights when she's felt nervous being the only person alone at the station in those late hours. I remember doing a show in the middle of the night and always feeling kind of freaked that something might happen um, just because you're kind of a sitting duck when you're in a radio station. Now the conversation turns to finding a balance between new security challenges and WORT's core identity as an open community space. Laura Gutkadek, the head of technology and facilities at the station, has been a volunteer for the past 20 years. She called the dilemma a tightrope. You know, with video cameras and, and that sort of uh, angle. I, I don't want people to feel, though, that you know, they come near the station and that they're under surveillance. Um, we just have to figure out what, you know, kind of middle-of-the-road efforts we can take right now. Because we want people to feel comfortable. Uh, the volunteers, the security of the volunteers is primary. We want them to be able to concentrate on doing the best uh, job uh, in communicating uh, to our listeners. President Devere Weber says security changes are coming with new locking mechanisms for the doors and more cameras around the building. The station had just installed a video camera at the front door for the first time, but had not set the camera to record. It was created for receptionists and hosts to see who was outside. But all these changes will cost money. I'm always considering what are the threats to the station, what things could end our existence. Running out of money is is the biggest problem. And um, we have old equipment here. Um, we're in the studios at, at 118 South Bedford, and this uh, building was converted for our use in 1982. Mm-hmm. And so the air conditioning is old and... Um, a lot of the wiring in the building is no longer suitable for, for digital production. We never have the money to do a complete cleanup. Uh, I am just so gratified at the community in Madison and, and around the country and around the world that supports WRT. I never imagined in 1975 that we would have a national and international footprint like we do have. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Today, uh, yesterday's incident uh, brings that uh, to mind even more so. Along those same lines, we give the final word to receptionist and WORT board member Kathy Hovland. She believes that WRT volunteers have a strong spirit and will overcome this latest challenge. We're going to continue to do what we do. You know, we are, I'm a native Madisonian, and this is my radio station that I grew older with from the 70s on. And I'm really proud of the way Dave Devereaux Weber has handled the whole affair. I just couldn't be prouder. He, Molly, the whole news team, Alejandro, I am just uh, really, really proud to be a volunteer. A WORT all-volunteer meeting is scheduled for 7 p.m. Tuesday. For WORT News, I'm Alejandro Alonso Garba.